Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or whatever good afternoon, whatever it is, wherever you are. That's my standard Help Sheffield podcast introduction. I believe this is Help Sheffield podcast episode 31. And this week, or this evening, this morning, this afternoon, who cares? Um, we have Elf 1, as per usual. And because this has been recorded in the middle of the day, Elf 2's got his day job, so he's not doing this. And today we have a guest, um, as seems to be the standard way. And this week we have Mark, who has got several hats on. Uh, we'll talk about each of his hats, but I think we'll start with, hello, Mark. Hello, how are you doing? I'm all right, thank you. Um, and what are we going to talk about today then, Mark? Give us a clue. Um, so I know that you're you're focused on how, how we can help Sheffield. Um, and I guess you mentioned a, a few of those hats that I wear. So I guess um, it's about how Sheffield can, met people living in Sheffield can take advantage of some great opportunities that they might not know about, how they might be able to access some help and support and and how they might be able to give back as well. So in particular, um, I know we've mentioned before we started, um, JCI, what's that and what do they do? Yeah, so JCI is the Junior Chamber International. It's for um, people 18 to 40 year olds. So our target um, focus is around 20 to 30 year olds in the people in their 20s and 30s. It's a part of a global organisation that aims to provide development opportunities that empower young people, 18 to 40, to create positive change. And our focus is on developing leaders for a changing world. So it's a voluntary group. It provides sort of training and development, helps with um, confidence building, soft skills and transferable skills. And, you know, really, I suppose I would sum it up, make sure a better person i suppose you say it's a voluntary group is that a voluntary from the side of the organizers and from the side of the people who are being organized i suppose yes it is yes so so all the members in sheffield in the uk for example are all volunteers and many of us work full-time part-time as students might be employed might run our own business that kind of thing And and it's about just bringing people together to, I suppose, meet, learn and grow, I would sum it up as. Okay, so what sort of activities have you done? Obviously, um, lockdown discounted. What sort of activities might you want to undertake if they joined on to JCI? Yes, I suppose there's there's four main strands. So there's the business and entrepreneurial strand. There's the community development strand. There's the sort of individual development and training strand. And then there's the international network um, so sort of business and entrepreneurial is literally helping people think about in a, in a commercial way, should I say, or learning business skills, maybe networking, maybe marketing skills, anything that's that's related to, to business, either running your own business or maybe applying those skills into other areas. For example, the community side is all about looking at what are the issues facing your local community and how can we give back? So, you know, a few years ago, some of our members taught older people to learn IT skills and learn computer skills, for example. And then the individual and training side, again, it might be let's learn how to speak in public, let's learn how to be trainers, um, whatever the issue is. So recently we've done an improv comedy workshop, which was great fun. And just the tonic, particularly, you know, when you've been on Zoom or Teams all day, that was a really good laugh. And then lastly, sort of the international side, um, because we've got 200,000 members in 120 different countries across the world, I've literally got friends, people I know, 
in Japan, in America, in Australia, literally all over. So that network is great. And you said before we started that you've been involved in this for the last nine years. Yes. So uh, I, I mentioned it's for 18 to 40 year olds. So it's it's my last year. So that gives away my age, really. But um, yeah, I've been a member for nine years. After six months in membership, I then sort of took up some voluntary leadership roles um, I was the local president of JCI Sheffield in 2015, the national president in 2019 for the UK. And last year I served on the international board at the European level. So, you know, if you were to tell me that, you know, when I joined, I wouldn't have believed you. But by developing confidence, the skills, the network, definitely got so much out of it, as well as, I hope, playing my part and giving something back. So where can people find out about your local um, branch where would they um, yeah. find you? So um, we're, we're on, uh, best is the website, www.jcisheffield.org.uk. We're on Twitter, Facebook, um, Instagram. We've just relaunched again. Um, and also, if you search for us on Eventbrite, we've got a lot of online events coming up. So, you know, often we're seen as providing great events and training. That is important. But, but our unique selling point is come and learn stuff and then try it out. So learning by doing. So for example, come and learn public speaking skills and then go and speak in public, even if it's online. And our improv comedy workshop, we learned some skills and then we had a go at doing some sketches, which was really funny. So it's fun, friends and finding out stuff by the sounds of it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what order you'd put that in. <laughs> <laughs> it, I guess it depends what day and it's as much or as little as you want to get involved with, really. So, yeah, check it out on the website, definitely. I'm quite concerned for you, though, Mark. You said at 40, you're just going to get unceremoniously booted out, never to return. And you're allowed to, like, <laughs> is that it? You're done. Well, I guess then, yeah, then it's then it's sort of using all the skills in other walks of life. But um, there is a scheme where if you've given outstanding service, you're awarded lifelong membership as a senator, they're called, senator programmes. So I, I was lucky to get that back in 2017, so and your role as a JCI senator is to help support your local members and branch. So I'll still be mentoring and that kind of stuff. But yeah, probably drinking wine and, and going on trips. Rather than <laughs> so you'll pick the good training. bits out. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Why not? It sounds a bit like, I don't know, it sounds somewhat bordering Masonic, but I'm not sure that's the case, is it? <laughs> no, no. It, I guess there are similarities in terms of its membership. It, it's, you know, everywhere. Um, but we're not particularly secretive. Um, <laughs> and we've got some famous alumni, um, both in Sheffield and internationally. So some businesses, I'm, I'm sure they won't mind saying, but like Gripple in Sheffield, so Hugh Facey, who I think believe is still the chairman. He used to be JCI UK national president, for example. Um, the former Metropolitan Police Chief Constable, um, I can't remember his name now, I'm put on the spot, um, a couple of years ago, but he was an ex-JCI Sheffield member. And and the, 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 the famous example, though he wasn't a member, each year we do the 10 Outstanding Young People's Award globally. And Elvis Presley famously won a JCI TOIP award, it's called, and it was the only award ceremony he attended. So if anyone goes to Graceland, <laughs> in the cabinet is the JCI TOYP award and the suit he wore to collect it. Um, Brilliant. So yeah. It's a claim to fame. <laughs> Absolutely. 
So that's um, hat number one. Oh, do you want to mention yeah. what you what you're planning next week? I will get the podcast out in time for it. Yeah. So so um, like I said, we do a lot of projects as well. So learning by doing. Um, and we've just got recently got a speak up grant from Healthwatch in Sheffield. Um, and Healthwatch's aim is to hear from the community about their experience of health and social care services in order to influence commissioners, in order to improve things, look at what's going well and, and what could be better, etc. So we're doing a Mindful Matters project where we're trying to hear from young professionals in Sheffield. They don't have to be JCI members who've either had direct um, personal experience of mental health challenges, both themselves or friends, family, you know, whether they've accessed services, we'd love to hear how they found that, what, what worked, what didn't work, and also what else would have helped. So it can be anonymous. We're going to do a survey that we're releasing um, next week on the 9th of March. That's the plan. And we're also going to do a couple, two or three mindful matters, sort of online coffee and chat sessions where people could drop in and, and have a bit more of a chat if they want to. So the idea is that, you know, we then pull that together. What, what are the themes what have we learned? And we will share that with Healthwatch. And I'm sure that will go in their evidence pot, as it were, to help um, influence commissioners. That's the 9th of March 2021 for anyone who's listened to this 4,000 years ahead of time when it's <laughs> been zapped into space by some weird um, technology. So I will get it out before that. And so that's, is that hat number one concluded, Mark? Do you have any more information? Absolutely, yeah. Hat number one. Do you want to move on to hat number two? Oh, hat number two. Yeah, so I guess I'm a... It's very I, versatile, I do a lot is what he is. Voluntary work <laughs> as well, yeah. And, um, you know, I'm a trustee for Citizens Advice in Sheffield, so just wanting to acknowledge that. So particularly, you know, at, at the moment, there's lots of different challenges that people and families are facing because of the pandemic, you know, accessing services, maybe, you know, a lot of people have been affected in terms of employment or in terms of ben accessing to benefits and advice as well. So just to, to say that um, if you're struggling with anything or need some advice, just please get in touch. And, you know, website citizensadvicesheffield.org.uk. You, you know, obviously at the moment, it's very hard to do face-to-face -face services so people can phone access information on on the website you know email that kind of thing in order to get some help and support i sometimes feel that um, help sheffield's become a bit of a citizen's advice bureau some of the questions we get i'm like i'm sure i'm not qualified to answer this <laughs> i'm sure someone, someone else must be able to answer that it's not my uh, doing do you actually work for them or do you you do sort of the governance of it you don't actually do frontline no i'm a volunteer Volunteer trustees, so part of the governance board. So we tend to meet monthly. Okay, okay. Hat number three. I'm just going through the hats. Hat, no <laughs> Hat number three, see if I run out of hats. So I run Make Your Mark UK, which is a training, coaching and consultancy business aimed at helping businesses and charities to be better. Um, so whilst it is a commercial business, you know, it helps me pay my bills and, you know, feed the cats and the dog you know I just wanted to acknowledge that really because especially in light of the pandemic there are a number of people that have always been thinking about setting up their own business but you know if they've been if they're on furlough or I don't know if they've been made redundant or if they've lost their job it might be the push is that the right word that they might want or need or maybe don't want or need but um to actually think about <laughs> setting up their own business so I do a lot of delivery on 
the Sheffield launch, uh, Sheffield City Region launch pad scheme, especially in Doncaster, actually through Doncaster Chamber. So it's often free delivery. Well, it is free delivery uh, to the service user. Um, sorry, that's the dog having a shake in the background. And yeah, so just to highlight that really. And, and then also I also help a lot of charities as well. So from helping to research and write grant bids to looking at their strategy to doing away days or, you know, planning sessions with their trustee boards or whatever. Sounds good. What Mark didn't mention there, when he said dogs having a little shake, you all assumed that it had got a collar on with a bell. It actually came in with a pair of maracas and a little hat and wandered across the back of his sofa. It was brilliant. Had a lovely time, bless it. Um, obviously, some of the things that I come out with, who knows? No one listens to it though, Mark, so it doesn't really matter. So how, how have you found um, lovely lockdown? Are you having a whale of a time being on Zoom calls for most of your life? Yeah, well, it's get, getting used to it now. It's literally almost a year, isn't it? So, I mean... I, I say that I'm an I'm an introvert. So people that know me kind of maybe disagree with that either. But but yeah, I am quite an introvert. So even though I do a lot of training and a lot of public speaking or whatever, I have I have to kind of find my inner voice and energy in order to do that. And then I get sort of tired afterwards, as it were. But so generally as an introvert, it's been quite good <laughs> <laughs> to be like locked away in my office at home, living on Zoom. So generally you know, on the whole, it's been okay for me. And I feel quite lucky that, you know, I have got a separate office at home, you know, with a desk and everything I can easily work from, that I don't particularly feel really isolated or lonely most of the time because I've got quite a good support network, even if it's, you know, online at the moment. But it really did make me think about those that don't have any of that or might be extroverted. I've got one friend who is probably the most extroverted person you've ever seen. And then he was on furlough for a lot. And he was just found, he was like a cat climbing the walls at home. Literally found it really hard, nothing to do, nobody to talk to, couldn't go out anywhere. So I really, I really get it's hard for people. And I guess the other thing is that I suppose the thing I did find hard was adjusting to the new sort of working pattern or my working pattern. So, you know, if you go into an office or whatever, you might go in for half a day or I don't know, nine to five or whatever. And you're sat at your desk doing your stuff. Whereas at home, it's really hard to do that. So to start with, I used to feel guilty that I wasn't doing enough or but then I soon got to chill about it and go well no actually you know things are going to be a bit different and and learning to read myself a little bit more so like I say on the on the whole I feel okay but I do get the odd days you know every so often where you just feel really fed up so I just go right today I'm gonna take it a bit easy or do the easy task today or actually watch a bit of tv and just chill out and maybe work later when I feel a bit better or yeah you know, that's been adaptable yeah, it's important to do the things when it suits you and when you're most productive. Trying to force yourself through something when you're just not feeling it is complete nonsense, really. You spend five yeah. hours and you've created nothing by the end. You've gone, what have I actually spent five hours doing apart from getting annoyed with doing nothing? It's very exactly. odd way to go. Yeah, but I also recognise that some people haven't got that luxury. So depending on what their job, it might be a bit more regimented or they might have certain deadlines to fill that they can't really you know that it's been imposed on them so so again that's why I feel quite lucky in that sense and and feel really grateful so far I've booked for three tables at different venues for when it unlocks again so I can have food here drinks there I'm just like I'm just booking you I'm going (laughs) no matter what's happening I'm out yeah day one 
I'm at the board field for my tea. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. So, yeah, I'm trying to um, think positively that this will uh, finally come to an end. So, any final thoughts, Mark, before we uh, wrap up? I think just I really think what you do at Help Sheffield is is fantastic, connecting people and, you know, whatever your role, as in whether people employed, unemployed, whether people work in the corporate sector, private sector, whatever, just the, just the power of those connections and and thinking, well, what what can you individually contribute, even if it's sharing a story, sharing an idea, you know, introducing somebody to someone else. So I think that's really good. And it is especially needed at, at the moment where the world is a bit harder than usual, you know. Thank you. I try my best. It keeps me out of trouble. And it's what I, <laughs> <laughs> it's why most I, of the time. Yeah, I don't know if anybody's noticed, but my podcast production has gone through the roof. I think this is like the seventh podcast I've done in a fortnight or something. Till <laughs> it's like, oh, just keep talking to people and bashing them out there. So, yeah, thank you very much. I'll find out what the purpose of it is one day. I'm still not sure. <laughs> but there you go. Stuff happens. Right. On that note, I think we'll um, I think we call that a wrap in the technical phrase and I will get that edited and pushed out to the masses. Thank you very much, people, for listening to the Help Podcast episode, I think, 31. But we're not too worried about that. And uh, thank you very much, Mark. Brilliant. Thanks for your time. No worries. Cheers. Bye bye.